discipline, it leads to endurance. And we really need that. We need that in every area of our life. We need it to be patient with our kids. We need it to be able to finish a work project, um, whatever that is. And, And fasting little by little helps you in that area of discipline. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, and it's Wellness Wednesday. I'm really excited for today's episode because I actually have a guest with me. But before we jump into that, let's take a minute to pray for my dear friend Stephanie, and it would mean so much if you would pray along with me and continue praying for Stephanie every single day. Heavenly Father, we lift up Stephanie to you today. Lord, we pray for healing for Stephanie. We pray for comfort for Stephanie. Lord, thank you that she is home with her family. Lord, we just ask for strength for her husband, Jason, on this journey. Lord, we ask for their continued faith and devotion to you and trust in you, Lord. We just pray for Steph. We pray that she would have comfort and peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, friends, I'm really excited to introduce you to my guest today, Stephanie Hodges. Since she was a teenager, Stephanie has sought out information concerning all aspects of holistic health. After earning her master's, she worked for a variety of different gyms and wellness centers. She is passionate about encouraging people of all ages to make smart daily choices to improve their spiritual and physical health. She understands the importance of integrating the health of body, soul, and spirit. The Daniel Fast did that for her, so she knows it will help us too. We are going to talk about bringing fasting into your life to draw closer to God and to make healthy choices daily. Enjoy this interview. Well, welcome, Stephanie, to the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Me too. Me too. So Stephanie just published a new book, Daniel Fast Journey, a fasting breakthrough for physical health, mental clarity, and spiritual growth. So I've just started diving into the book. I'm really loving it because I've always wanted to know more about the Daniel Fast. And I mean, breakthrough for physical health, mental clarity, and spiritual growth. Yes, please. We all want those. So I'm really (laughs) looking forward to reading it, reading the rest of it, and just learning more. So let's first start with what is the Daniel fast and is it biblical? Well, the Daniel fast is a partial fast. um, And that means you're not abstaining completely from food like you would in a complete fast where you're drinking just water. Uh, But on a Daniel fast, you eat all plant-based foods. So fruits and vegetables, of course, whole grains, nuts and seeds. 
And where this comes from is in the book of Daniel in chapter one, Daniel asks uh, to not be defiled by the king's food and to be given only vegetables to eat and water to drink for 10 days. And so that's kind of the basis of where the Daniel fast has come from. Um, and so we know that probably Daniel was in a situation where they were going to be presenting food that according to his law were unclean foods or they were prepared not according to the law. Um, and so rather than defile himself, he asked to abstain from those foods. And then another thing in the book of Daniel, there's two other times that reference him fasting. Like we can see that it was a regular part of his life. Um, and in chapter 10, it talks about a three-week fast that he did where he abstained from mead and alcohol um, and ointments and tasty foods. And so that's why a lot of times you'll see Daniel fast for either 10 days or 21 days. And it's not that it has to be that exact amount of time, but that's what we saw in the Bible. Okay, awesome. So normally when people do it, is it 10 or 21 or is it really just however they want to do it? It's really up to the person. Um, and it's something that, you know, I talk about in the book, I really think that you should be asking God that question before you fast. And I don't think there's any condemnation of a fast has to look exactly a certain way for it to be right or for it to count. Um, fasting is any step of faith that you take to give up certain foods, give up certain habits as well, things like social media um, or media intake in general. Uh, and with the heart behind it is not so much completing the program, uh, but it's to draw near to God and it's to strengthen yourself spiritually. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. So is fasting about your body or your spirit or is it both? Yeah, I think it's both and it's all of the above. Um, it's such an amazing discipline. And, you know, now, right now, fasting is pretty popular, uh, like intermittent fasting for weight loss. And you're hearing a lot about fasting just from culture. And so there is a side of things that there's a lot of scientific research to show fasting has major health benefits. Um, it can help you lose weight. But when we're fasting for spiritual reasons, that's the focus first. And then those physical benefits are kind of a byproduct of what we're seeking spiritually. And so I think that, you know, another thing that we can get in a trap of is thinking, oh no, I have to only be spiritual. You know, if I'm, if I'm worried about my body, then that must not be very holy of me, but God created our bodies mm -hmm. and he created us body, soul, and spirit. Um, and we're to care for all three parts. And so what's so cool about fasting is that when you're fasting and when you're making that choice to break away from the world, to break out of your routine and to really set your heart and mind to focus on pursuing God, um, it's going to affect you in all those aspects, body, soul, and spirit. I really love that. I think this is such a unique perspective, especially in like the diet culture that we live in. But this is a really, I think, a really beautiful and necessary perspective that it's about the whole person, the whole being. And I really, this is really awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I, I think that's one of my messages too, is that God cares about our bodies. He created our bodies. We are to honor our bodies. And we do that by taking care of our bodies, by eating healthily. And I really like just the refocus on God because really food can become a addiction for some people and it can be like our pacifier, right? If we're not feeling good about ourselves or we can just get too focused on 
body and food. So I really like just that whole spiritual element. So is the Daniel fast considered a diet? I know that people have that question a lot. Some people have taken the, and I would say this, I think you can take the Daniel fast and adapt it into a diet, but it's a day, it's a fast first. Like that was certainly Daniel's intention um, when he was going about it. And I think, you know, to kind of piggyback off of that last point too, where we can get a little confused is uh, thinking that taking care of our bodies means a number on the scale that we have to maintain for our weight, or it's so influenced by all the marketing that we're always getting about, you need to lose weight and you need to tone up and you need to follow this diet plan. Like we get so much of that information, especially as women constantly. And so that's not the focus we're talking about with physical benefits. Um, But when you're focusing about on your body, it's about your body as created by God, which is not to look like a supermodel exactly as he created you to look. But then within that, you can ask that question of, am I attending this temple that God has given me to house um, his spirit in me? And am I feeding it junk? And am I laying on the couch? And am I not taking care of myself? And so I think those are fair questions to ask, not because um, we need to achieve some impossible standard, what we've seen on Instagram uh, or what we've always thought we should look like, but from the perspective is that our, our bodies require certain type of food and nutrition to be well-fueled and to be truly well. And so when you're stepping into the Daniel fast and you're eating all of these plant-based foods and you're cutting out all the packaged foods, the animal products, you are going to feel better and it's going to be better for your body. Yeah. And I think that's something that we can forget is that God gave us the perfect food. And this is kind of that focus, right? Is the vegetables, the nuts, seeds, fruit, like that, those are the things that God provided on earth for us. So to get back to that, to get back to basics, instead of like the man-made conveniences that we have, Mm -hmm. there's definitely something powerful there. And I also liked how you mentioned like our bodies are temples, because that's something else I like to share with people in the Bible. God calls our bodies temples. And that's significant because he could have used many words, but a temple is a Mm -hmm. sacred place. And he believes that our bodies are sacred. So that's just a good reminder. So should everyone fast? Is it for everyone? I think that as we talk about the Daniel fast, as we look at what Daniel did, and there's other examples in the Bible of people um, engaging in a partial fast or a very specific diet. I think everyone can do something. Not everyone is going to go and do a liquid fast for an extended period of time. And that's not safe for everyone because you may be pregnant, you may be nursing, um, you may take certain kind of medications that that could really mess up your system or you have a, a pre-existing health condition. And especially in those cases, you have to talk to your doctor first, obviously, before you're changing um, your eating plan really radically. But from that perspective of what do I need to separate from for worldly satisfaction and worldly fulfillment so that I can learn to depend more on God to fulfill those needs. Everybody can do something. 
even if that looks like just giving up certain kind of foods that you know you don't need, those junk foods, um, the soft drinks, the energy drinks, like whatever you might be using. And you said this earlier, you know, sometimes we're using food uh, as a Band-Aid because we're feeling something emotionally or because we don't sleep enough. So we have to go, we get these cravings for sugar and caffeine when really what we just need is sleep. (laughs) Um, And just all of those things like fasting in that sense, it can uncover why am I eating? And that's a really important question to ask. It makes me think of two things that we use in our world today, which is social media and alcohol. I think those are really prevalent and those are things people can fast from. So for me, I know I've done, I never, I didn't call it a social media fast, but you know, last year I took 40 days off of social media and that's essentially what it was because I can get so sucked into my phone. And so those are two other ideas you can fast from alcohol or from social media, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that what you find is any step you take as you push past that difficult part, you emerge with this new confidence that you're like, I have freedom now. I don't need what I thought I needed. I learned to depend on God instead in those moments. Um, and that is so freeing that once you do it, you'll say, you know what? I think next time I'm going to give up alcohol and meat. And each time you do, um, God is going to do such a work in you that you're going to realize that those things you thought you needed or were just such a part of your routine that you had to get out of your routine to kind of shake up your perspective. Um, And that's what fasting can do too. It can take all of those things that you don't even realize you're doing because they're just part of your routine um, and you see everything from a new perspective. And when you fast, whatever you're doing, whatever you choose, you want to be so intentional about giving your days to God during those times, Uh, because it can be easy. You know, I fall into this trap all the time. Get up, have great morning devotional time. It's quiet. The kids are sleeping and then the kids wake up and it's like gone, like the peace is gone (laughs) (laughs) and you just go all day until you fall in bed at night. Um, But that's not the way we want to live. Like we want to live with God involved in everything that we're doing and to carry that peace. Um, And so with fasting, you know, and this is something I say too, when your stomach's growling or when that craving hits, it's a reminder to you because in a normal day, it's easy to kind of forget about God throughout the day. But when you're fasting, it forces you um, to remind yourself of who you need to be focused on and who you need to be going to. Well, I really like that. I really appreciate that, that perspective shift of that's kind of like the trigger. We have those physical triggers for eating. And then if you're doing a fast, that can be like your, it's like your alarm to focus <laughs> on God. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> that makes so much sense to me. So what would you say to the person who's never fasted before? Cause, because I've actually never done a fast, like a food fast. What would you say to someone who's never fasted before? And maybe they are a little bit intimidated by it. Yeah, I think it can be very intimidating. It was for me. And so I just want to reassure you, you can do it and you can just start small. 
like we were talking before, I think where a lot of people get sidetracked and this happened to me personally, and it's happened to other people I've known and talked to is like, you, you decide, okay, well, I'm going to fast. And you just like dive in the deep end of the pool with no floaties. And you're like, I'm just going to stop eating now. <laughs> and then your body, um, as it starts to go through that process and being completely unaccustomed to not having food is going to have some pretty major side effects. And at that point, usually people find, okay, I can't do this. Like I thought, cause I still have to go to work. I still have to take care of my kids. Um, I'll just try it again another time. And it doesn't have to be so extreme the first time that you do it. And that's why I love the Daniel fast because the Daniel fast is not necessarily restricting the amount of food you eat, but it's restricting what you eat. And that's still really hard. It's still really challenging, um, but it's also really doable. And so that would just be my, my advice as well, is that you're going to feel so much better after you do it, that it's going to be worth it. And so you have to know there's going to be a little part where it's going to feel worse before it gets better. <laughs> and that's like with anything, that's like with starting a new workout program and you get so sore because your muscles aren't used to it. You know, your whole body will react in that way to fasting. It'll be like, what in the world is happening right now? Um, and so you're going to probably feel some side effects, but once you get through the other side of that, you're going to feel much better. So keep that in front of you. Yeah, I, I really like that. And I think so many of us have done diets before, right? And and really that's kind of not, I don't know if I want to say similar, but we when we do diets, we jump in and we're like, we're cutting everything out of our whole lives. So we kind of have already gone there in some senses. And I think that this is a, a nicer way to do it. And I liked how you were talking earlier about maybe next time you add in less meat. So I think that's kind of you giving permission, right? We, sometimes we need permission for things. Mm. You can have permission to only take out, like if you're going to do a Daniel fast, only take out this one thing this time and then add on and build on. Like you said, you can kind of choose how you do it and also pray about it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, with, with that too, it's like, you can find a lot of substitutions just in your life. And sometimes it helps to think so much, you know, and the Bible talks about like, you have to take off the old man and put on the new man. And that's like a two-part thing. And so uh, with a Daniel fast, it's kind of the same. It's like, you're taking out and your old habits and you're putting in new ones. And sometimes it's hard when you're only looking at, at it from the negative. It's like, I have to stop doing this and I can't do that and no more of this. Um, but when you start thinking about what you are putting on in terms of putting in your body, and um, that really helps your perspective as well to just go back to that thought of, of nourishing your body um, as a temple is that I'm putting in good things to my body. I know that you know, eating these fruits for breakfast, um, eating these vegetables for dinner. I'm putting so many good things into my body. That's going to flush out some of what I have been consuming. That's less healthy for me. Oh, I love that so much because I think most of the time it is a perspective thing. That was such a good comparison of taking up the old, putting on the new. And sometimes I think that's probably almost an, an excuse for us is that it's mm -hmm. like, oh, that's, that's just going to be too hard. But I, I appreciate that. So thank you. So what if someone feels like they don't have the willpower or discipline to fast? Mm -hmm. I think this is really important too, because I think that 
all of our diets and we know statistically speaking, diets always fail, <laughs> you know, to paint a broad stroke for the most part, dieting is ineffective or we, we wouldn't be having to do it over and over and over again. Um, and it is because in that time you're relying on your willpower and you're so focused on yourself. Um, but when you're fasting, that is the time to say, it's not about my willpower. It's about God's power and God, it's not all up to me. And that's a relief. That is such a relief that, you know, you can rely on him and you don't have to do it all yourself. Um, and that's really the heart behind fasting is not just to come to God. And it may start out this way that you're saying, okay, God, I'm fasting. I want more of this in my life. And I want to answer to this prayer and I need direction to this question. Um, and it's okay to come to God with all of that. He can handle it, but you might find over the process that just what you're becoming in the process. And as you're growing closer to him, learning more about him, that you may not care anymore. Um, and so that's, that's part of the, the discipline versus legalistic is, you know, I have to follow every rule or I'm a failure. So therefore I have to have all this willpower. Cause like, if I can't do it and I can't do it right, you know, then, it, then it's going to count as a fail. And that's not God's way because discipline, um, it leads to endurance and we really need that. We need that in every area of our life. We need it to be patient with our kids. We need it to be able to finish a work project, um, whatever that is. And, and fasting little by little helps you in that area of discipline. And when you think about too, how God talks about discipline, he says it's for his children whom he loves. So when you think about your own children, if you have to discipline them because you've done, they've done something wrong, you know, that's part of the parenting process. Like I'm trying to teach my child. I'm trying to help them grow. You're not like, oh my gosh, you just threw a toy at your sister. Now you're done. I'm, you know, it's over. Like, no. And God doesn't look at us that way either. It's like, if we mess up, it's part of that process. It's part of that learning and growth process. Yeah. So much endurance and then so much grace grace upon grace. Mm -hmm. I love that. I just think this is so neat. This has been such a good conversation and it really is inspiring me. I think we're going to have to do a Daniel <laughs> fast as a community because this is so awesome. I just love, I love the physical and spiritual aspects like they, that they combine so beautifully, but even more, it's just, it's the purpose is really to reconnect with God and rely on him. So I absolutely love this. And do you guys, I know I saw on your website that there's devotionals that you do over the mm -hmm. Daniel fast. So is there journaling as well? Cause I'm thinking like, this is probably a really big self-reflective period. Absolutely. And there's, um, actually a chapter in the book that talks about soul food, which is, is kind of about what I was saying that you're not just taking away. You also need to fill up. And so when you're fasting, it's not just meant to be obsessive about the food and the meal plan. It's also, what am I doing um, to feed my soul and my spirit? So reading the word of God, journaling, um, meditation is something I talk about in there. And I love what you do every Monday with your meditation on scripture. I listen to it myself um, and I think it's so needed and it's such an important piece of it. But journaling is really big because I absolutely believe if you fast, um, if you draw near to God, he promises he will draw near to you and he's going to give you revelation and he's going to give you breakthrough. And so you definitely want to make sure that you're, you're keeping a record of that. 
Yeah, that's great. I think journaling is such an important tool. And when you're doing something like this where you're going to grow and transform, it's even more crucial for that self-reflection and like you said to have a record and thank you for listening to meditation mondays i appreciate that so are there things that people need to consider before we start fasting is there anything important that we should know yeah i i again would say it's if you know that you have something particular about your body and like for example my mom has had colon cancer so she has to be incredibly careful about what she eats forevermore. (laughs) And so anything that she does, she needs to run it by her doctor. Um, And you know that if you have some, something going on medically or physically, um, those are all things to talk to a medical professional about. Most doctors that you go to, if you tell them, hey, I'm going to start to change and and eat a lot more fruits and vegetables, they will be like, that's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) But you do just need to be careful um, that you're not changing and changing too quickly. Uh, And this is something else that I I just would advise people on this, especially with the Daniel fast. If you're going full into it, it's important that you're eating a variety of foods to just keep your blood sugar stable, um, to keep your energy up. That's where there's, you know, certain plant-based foods have more protein than others or fiber. And so that's where it's important that you don't just eat fruit all day, that you're also including beans and legumes and some nuts and things like that. Um, But it's good to transition into that slowly. So if you have even a week before that you can start to shift your diet um, and start to take in more water, take in more of those foods that you will be eating, start to gradually cut things out. And that's all really important from a physical standpoint to help you. Yeah, I think that's a really important point that it's going to be based on you as an individual. And I think that's why normal, just everyday diets, you know, keto and all, I mean, there's so many different diets can be dangerous because people think, oh, it worked for that person. It can work for me. Mm-hmm. And I really like, even in this perspective of a fast, you just have to be mindful of yourself and your own needs and all of that good stuff. But you also provide a meal plan specifically on mm-hmm. your website and in the book. Yes. Yes. The book has a 21 day meal plan and recipes in it. Um, And the majority of those recipes, they're all on the blog as well. So that's a great resource. Yeah, definitely a good, a good starting point for everybody. Cool. Well, thank you so much. This has really been truly so amazing. And I know it's something I'm going to be praying about for myself because I think it sounds very needed and just beautiful in so many perspectives. So thank you so much. And can you tell everybody where they can connect with you? Yeah, my website would be the best place to go. And that's danielfastjourney.com. And there's, like you said, there's a 21 day devotional on there. There's a free 10 day meal plan that can help you get started. And of course, links to the book as well. Awesome. Yes. Highly recommend your book. It's really wonderful. And congratulations on it being out in the world. So I'll have links to all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Want to Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye.
Hey friends, thanks for listening to Wellness and the Word. Come join us over on Facebook at the Wellness and the Word community. We would love to have you over there. And if you haven't yet, please leave me a review or share this podcast with a friend. It helps other people find the podcast when you leave a review. And it just helps spread the message of God's love and His goodness.